Hi, I'm Geeta Nandikotkur, Managing Editor for Asia and Middle East with Information Security Media Group. I caught up with Moshe Ferber, Chairman and Member of the Board at Cloud Security Alliance, Israeli Chapter, to discuss why cloud identity and access management is being deployed across enterprises in view of preventing breaches. Moshe discusses the innovations in Cloud IAM, which is helping security practitioners to build new authentication mechanism. Thanks, Moshe, for joining ISMD discussion. Thank you, Gita, for having me. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Moshe, in what scenarios do you think is cloud identity and access management be, is being deployed globally? And can you explain such scenarios that you have encountered or come across? The most basic scenario around cloud, on cloud environment today is the scenario where you deploy a single sign-on mechanism with your SaaS application, software as a service application. So many organizations today are switching from a local on-premise application into cloud-based application like Microsoft Office 365, Google G Suite, Salesforce, ServiceNow, all of those are software as a service. Now, when you move into software as a service, you basically need to either sync your user database or uh, do some kind of SSO mechanism. So most of the deployments of uh, cloud-based identity management today are uh, for doing SSO and authorization in software as a service environment. And this is usually involved deploying some kind of a federation solution, identity federation solution. And usually we talk about a SAML-based authentication. And the idea is that you don't, you can authenticate to your cloud services seamlessly with single sign-on. You don't have to authenticate again, but the cloud provider has a little info about your password or he's not handling the authentication. Some your local Active Directory or your local identity provider is handling the authentication, and then you single sign on into the cloud service, which makes things more secure. And to be honest, this is not the most interesting thing. It makes things operate better. So there are very few security technologies that help the organization and help the users to work better and produce more. And single sign on identity management is one of them. This is why I like this topic so much. So what do you see among the enterprises? So what are the big challenges that you see while they deploy this cloud IAM and for these kind of services that you mentioned? Well, basically, I see a couple of challenges. First of all, supporting multi-cloud. Multi-cloud is like next challenge. When you deploy SSO for one application, two applications, if you're a Microsoft shop and you're deploying SSO for Office 365, it's relatively easy. But when you start getting a couple of cloud services to, to do this as the single sign-on with, then you need some different solutions. Maybe you need two different solutions in order to support this single sign-on. And the challenge continues. So doing a single sign-on in multi-cloud in multi environment is one challenge. Second challenge, identity and access management is moving today from not only authentication, not only single sign-on, which is the, basically the first challenge, but it's already solvable. It's moving on to authorization. And the question of, uh, okay, I let you get into the system, but what can you do? And should I allow you to do everything you are allowed to, uh, given the fact that you might not be using the most secure computer, 
or given the fact that you might be accessing from a different uh, perimeter than what we're used to. So in the industry, we call it usually an attribute-based access control or a conditional access. This is the term that is mostly used. In conditional access, we are saying, okay, we are not only doing single sign-on, we are also giving some kind of authorization mechanism that is based on your current session. So I can give you a different level of permission if you're logging from your office or from outside, or if you're using your uh, company computer or just an external computer. So this is the second challenge, how to integrate authorization into this process and doing a conditional access. And the first challenge, I think, with identity and access management in our cloud environments is the fact that we are not, today we are not only dealing with identities that are users. You can, in the last couple of years, I see big projects around identity and access management that involve authorization and authentication and there are no users, human users involved. This is all authentication and authorization between different services. In the last couple of years, we see more and more cloud application that needs to integrate with different components in different clouds or on your on-premise network. And how this authentication is working through an API-based application programming interface. And when you have two different services talking to each other, you need also identity and you need also, uh, you need to understand identity. You need to have manage your authentication and you need to manage your authorization, just like as you do for regular users, just with one big difference. This is not users behind the scenes, not our computer services. So those are, the, I think, the three biggest challenges that companies deal with today on cloud-based identity and access management. Moshe, what I would also think, as you mentioned, the cloud uh, IAM is being deployed under multi-cloud environments, right? Who is this cloud IAM providing compartmentalized access to manage sensitive resources around individual accesses? So is there any kind of new methodology or mechanism that is being evolved? which can help detect anomalies faster? Well, we, we continue to, to work in two different phases. First of all, we continue to create more granular access controls and more and various authentication methods that allows us to do, uh, to do not monitoring, but blocking control. So I can say, okay, this user will give different authorization if he's not logging from with with multi-factor authentication and it can add very granular permissions. The second thing is because we are starting to use more and more centralized identity and access management, I mean, what is single sign-on? It's basically centralized your user repositories and your authentication mechanism. So because the new IAM are very centralized, we get to see more events that are related to user identities. So now I can correlate, okay, this user, first he log into this cloud application from this IP, then he log into this on-premise application with a different IP, and this is what he does, so this is what he made. Gaining all this information at central location allows me to have better visibility and I can get better decisions as anyway as uh, always with different applications when you have centralized management it gives you better ability to it gives you better ability to also protect yourself it also gives you better ability to detect if something is wrong so uh, basically those are the two things that uh, affect our ability to create to to do things more secure. The fact that we have more granular access controls and the fact that because it's centralized, we're centralizing all the access gateways into one location, we now have better visibility into what our users are doing. So from an implementation process point of view, Moshe, 
you must be uh, speaking to a lot of practitioners across various geographies. So what are the various steps required by the security teams to put an effective cloud IAM framework in place? Uh, first of all, uh, enterprises adopting cloud slowly and uh, service by service. So for the first service or for the, or for the I don't know, couple of primary services, usually people start with some kind of free or commodity single sign-on solution, single sign-on solution. But later on, when things get more complicated, they're adding some other solutions. What do I mean by that? You can see, uh, you can see companies adopting Office 365, for instance, and they start with, with the very simple solution of ADFS, Active Directory Federation Services, to handle their single sign-on. This is usually a very cost-effective solution because usually companies have this license with the Microsoft licenses. When things get complicated, when you add more services, when you add more other software as a service applications, then when things get complicated, this is where companies looking to mature their identity provider services. At, at this point, some of them will go to a third-party identity providers like Ping Identity, OneLogin, Okta. Almost every big vendor today has some kind of identity provider solution. Some of them will, if they're Microsoft shop, would continue with Microsoft Azure Active Directory, which is turning to become a very popular solution for most of the companies who are using Office 365. And this is basically the natural evaluation things, moving from simple solutions, which are more commodity, which are very, very cost effective, and then moving on to a more sophisticated third party, more expensive solutions that allow you to do some other things, like use more federation services, maybe add some more conditional access features. This is the, this is the way I see that the market is moving. So how much of these innovations or solutions that on Cloud IAM is going to help them prevent or prevent breaches or detect them early? First of all, we have to remember that identity and access management comes, first of all, before security, it gives you operational comfort. It is, it's very hard to manage multiple amounts of users at, I don't know, at scale. When you pass like 500 users, it's very hard to do this without a centralized identity and access management solution if you want to make your users secured and uh, stuff like this. So first of all, I would say that you cannot really manage enterprise without proper single sign-on and identity uh, solution. After that comes the security. What do I mean when security steps in? Having a centralized identity and access management solution basically means that, first of all, you can respond to any regulatory requirements because most regulation will put heavy, heavy, most of regulation will put heavy requirements on your identity and access management. They would require you to on all the time record your identity and access management decision and record who do you give permissions to. So this is the second value that people get from identity and access management solution. It helps them to relieve and mitigate their compliance efforts. The third value from identity and access management is identifying hackers and detect misuse. So with centralized identity and access management, it's easier to detect phishing attacks. For instance, a user are logging in from two different places, so it's probably a different user. It also helps you to detect brute force uh, attempts or trying to get account takeovers. This is also very important because without a centralized identity access management solution, it's very hard to detect. And the last thing, when we talk about identity access management, it also helps you to detect your internal threats. Uh, we always talk about hackers and external uh, criminals but most of the organization suffer 
also from internal breaches. Now, without proper identity and access management, giving your users the proper permissions and monitoring them, it's very also very hard to detect internal breaks. So this is basically all the three or four points that identity and access management can help the organization in reducing the risk. Compliance effort, operational, operational advantages, and detecting phishing attacks and a brute force attack and detecting the internal threats. Okay. First what question, is the big order. risk? Big Because it's ah. now with the cloud, there's a third party also coming in, right? So what are the big yeah. risks that you see for enterprise with cloud eye? Well, well the, the, basically the risk are a bit obvious. I mean, uh, first of all, we have privacy risk. You are, you, are, um, you are an employer, you're holding the personal details of your uh, users and could be a big amount of user and you're seeking all of it into some kind of a directory that you're not owned that is managed maybe in a different country by a different provider so first of all you're responsible for the privacy of your employees and when you're seeking your identity and access credentials to somewhere else there is always a risk that you will hurt the privacy of your employee second of things basically anyone who is holding your identity store has keys to your kingdom. When you're using identity and access management as a cloud desk, you need to keep a good eye on it and make sure that it is secured and very unapproachable from different locations. Make sure that you know who can ad administrate it. Whoever gets access to your to your uh, identity repository is basically uh, can do anything with your education. So most of the companies are using things very cautiously when they're moving to a uh, cloud-based identity and access management but they're doing it anyway yeah i don't want uh, things to hear that uh, i don't i don't want to be sound like i'm blocking any uh, progress we see the biggest organization in the world moving into cloud-based identity and access management but they're doing this responsibly securely and uh, professionally okay thank you moshe for your thoughts on why enterprises are deploying cloud im for better security okay thank you gita this is gita Nadine from ismg